Hey, who do you know in the neighborhood, a neighbor that you want to get rid of? Like you're whispering to them on the side, ha ha ha, right? So everything is an obsession, um, an intentional interaction around who do you know that might be looking to sell their home? The real estate industry has failed to create a clear path to time and money freedom. Having helped over 5,000 families in my real estate career and coached thousands of agents to scale their businesses, I know what works and what doesn't. And my goal on this podcast is to share it all with you, the good, bad, and ugly of building a highly lucrative lifestyle business so you can focus on what truly matters in life. You won't find any hype or fluff on this show, just real-world tactics and strategies that get results. You just got to do the work. Welcome back to Real Estate Business Builders. My name is Lars Hedenborg, founder of Real Estate B-School. Today's episode is focused all on the topic that's most important to every agent, every team leader in every market right now. It's how to get more listings. There is a shortage of inventory in every market, right? The economy would have us believe, or the headlines would have us believe, and even some economic indicators would have us believe that, you know, we really should be in a declining market in terms of home prices, but there's just no balance in the supply demand, right? There's less homes than the buyers in the market can consume and prices have stayed up. Every, pretty much every market, and I, I work with agents around the country, Pretty much every market is still in a multiple offer situation. Now, clearly, the days of pricing it, you know, 10% above the last sale and still getting 20 offers, those days are over. You still need to price these homes properly, um, but pretty much everything is selling. So I've been focused and we do a couple calls a week uh, with agents, top agents, team leaders from around the country, and we're focusing uh, mainly on how to get more listings. And that's going to be the focus of today's video. Uh, four specific ways that you can take more listings now. And I was looking at um, my numbers for this year. So while I've technically retired from running a small real estate team, and by small, I mean a real estate team, you know, doing 3 million plus in GCI a year, anywhere from, you know, 250 to 300 plus transactions a year. Uh, I've got out of the small real estate team. Now I'm uh, running a larger organization where I just looked at the numbers. We've done 2.8 billion uh, in sales so far for seven months of this year. And 73% of the production of the actual transactions that have happened are listings. And so my real estate business was always listing heavy. Uh, the expression list to last is something that you don't want to take lightly in this business. Buyers will burn you out. And there are a lot of agents out there that are like, I love working with buyers. Uh, at some point, though, the grind of working evenings and weekends and being at the beck and call of your buyers is going to get to you. So, um, but 73%, I thought that was an awesome statistic. And I lend some of that to, to two things, actually. One is that we just have amazing folks in our organization. And when I say organization, I mean it's a revenue share organization with EXP, um, $2.8 billion closed transactions so far this year. Uh, we've attracted the best agents in the, in the business. And so the best agents in the business are listing focused. So that sort of is a self-fulfilling prophecy. Um, the other side is that everything we're doing on our training, we do multiple calls every week. Uh, I do a mindset call. We do a, a coach's call and we do a production mastermind. And most of that training is, uh, is focused on 
helping our agents get more listings. So we've definitely done the work. Um, I want to make sure I don't miss anything here today. We're going to go through th three, uh, four rather lead gen levers that are listing focused. And um, it's, it's because most markets aren't cooperating. The amount of business that just sort of flew in, in 2021 and 2022, uh, that has gone away almost completely. And so we need to double down on the things that are going to get results. So uh, let me go through these four. I'm going to give you each of these lead gen levers and give you some tips to sort of get started. It's hard in this format to go too, too deep. You guys know if you always want to go deeper with us, you can always ju jump on a business growth assessment. Those calls are absolutely free where we can dig into your business. And if there's a um, compelling reason mutually for us to, to work together to grow your business, we can talk about that. That's Rebs, R-E-B-S, growthassessment.com. There's a short video, kind of explains the whole program. Got a massive guarantee, very, very cool. So let's get into number one is database. Actually, I could do all four as database, 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 but just number one is your database. This is uh, folks that know, like, and trust you. Uh, I often, when I dig into an agent's business, it's one thing to say, you know, database is a source of business, but it's another thing like, what are you actually doing to increase your database and interact with your database in a very specific way where you're intentional and almost obsessed about using these relationships? And I say using, you know, lightly because hopefully you're adding so much value that your database, people that know, like, and trust you are happy to help you. But every interaction, whether it's on social media or, um, the content that you're putting out, or hopefully um, you're doing giveaways and you're calling your database four times a year, you're ending every one of those phone calls and interactions with a simple um, question, you know, or a statement leading up to a question. Hey, Jennifer, the market is not cooperating this year with my lofty goals. There's no inventory available. Who do you know that might be interested in selling their home, right? Who do you know that might, maybe a neighbor you want to get rid of, ha, ha, ha. You know, um, is there anyone at work that you've overheard? Like you're actually doing targeted interactions with people that want to see you win, but these are very specific questions. It's not like, you know, the old school Ford, right? Family, hey, how's your family? Occupation, how's work? recreation. What are you up to lately in your hobbies and dreams? Hey, what do you plan for, you know, three to five years from now? It's not the Ford sort of reaching out and spending eight to 10 to 15 minutes catching up with people. It's like, Hey, listen, Jennifer, I only have a minute. I know you're busy as well. I've got lofty goals. There's no inventory. Who do you know? That's my approach. Maybe you can soften it a little bit, but it's targeting targeted interactions with your database, with the intention and obsession, finding out who you know that might know somebody that's looking to sell their property, right? So that's number one. Number two, and we were just unpacking this recently, and someone had given, and you're going to laugh when I tell you it, but it's a different focus, but someone had applied this principle about a month after the first person kind of gave this away on one of our production masterminds and uh, pulled two deals, potentially two deals outside of open houses is the, the lead gen lever that I'm talking about. 
but with a very specific focus on getting listings. So using open, open houses as leverage to get listings, a very different focus, very different focus. So instead of like a traditional open house where you put up one sign in the front yard and maybe a sign at the front of the neighborhood and you hope people show up, there's a very specific way that we run open houses at Real Estate B-School and they work. We had someone come on, someone that I'm partnered with uh, directly at, at EXP. She gave away her entire playbook for open houses and she regularly turns uh, her open houses outside of selling the house, which is easy in this market. That's not the reason why you're holding an open house. You're holding it to get two or three additional deals out of that one open house with a seller focus. So a few things you can do is that you're calling the entire neighborhood, circle prospecting, right? Just listed. You're doing it in an open house, but you're inviting sellers. So you're doing a 5-5-10 or a 10-10-20 or a 20-20-40, meaning you're going to door knock five houses to the left, five houses to the right, and 10 houses across the street or 10-10-20, 20-20-40, 40-40-80, right? You, you get the point. You're doing open houses with the intention of generating more sellers. So highlighting and spotlighting that open house to generate more sellers. I mean, if you pick up a buyer in the process, that's a more traditional way, but it's a very specific fo focus where I'm going to hold this open house. I'm going to do two a month for the entire year, right? Two a month, no matter what, with the intention of getting more sellers. If you took that focus and it was an actual system that you focused on building out, you would hands down, I have no doubt you could pull at least a couple additional transactions per month at least with that sort of focus. Two open houses with the intention of getting sellers, right? Not this willy-nilly intention of just hold it open because the seller wants an open house sort of thing. And most sellers honestly don't want open houses anymore with the market as hot as they are, but you need to tell them that it's a critical part of the marketing and you will sell it at the open house, right? You, We've got a system in place where you, know, you hold it open on Saturday and Sunday, you do a coming soon Tuesday, Wednesday, you built up demand, you get a bunch of offers, but you also have the benefit of the open house to generate uh, additional closings or referrals from even neighbors that come in. Like you're asking them the question from number one, hey, who do you know in the neighborhood, a neighbor that you want to get rid of? Like you're whispering to them on the side, ha, 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 right? So everything is an obsession, um, an intentional interaction around who do you know that might be looking to sell their home? So that's number two. Number three. And I covered this a little bit here, but it's to get in front of more sellers. So we had a guy come on our production mastermind who was um, really a, a, a phone cowboy, right? He was a cold call cowboy, I guess is, is what he sort of called himself. But he's pivoted almost 100% away from the phone, like just listed, just sold, circle prospecting to door knocking. So taking the same approach, like having a list of homes in a certain area that he wants to work and just door knocking. So he was like, yeah, it's not the thing I want to do, like I love to do, but I'm willing to do it because I'm not willing to not put listings up. And he's converting at a higher percentage return on time, right? So he would spend three to four hours a day, circle prospecting, just listed, just sold, and um, uh, just listed, just sold. And, you know, even Fizbo's expires, right? Any, any seller that you can get in front of and you're bringing some sort of package or something to drop off or hand to them, 
right? On our team, we had, um, uh, uh, I forget what we called them, kind of like a listing packet, but essentially it's like everything you need to know about our real estate team to know that you'd be silly not to list your home with us, right? You've got to have a, a, a set of, and it's just a folder with all of your resume and your home pricing guide and your um, all of the stuff that you do to sell homes that will differentiate you from other folks. You're, you're getting that in hand. You're, you're knocking on the door and you're having a conversation with a would-be seller. Um, you don't have to have many of these, right, to be successful, but you do have to get in front of sellers. That one, not everyone's going to sort of lunge at that one as the first one. I never actually door knocked back in the day. So I'm giving different things that will work for, you know, some of you may, may, you know, get excited about, you know, pushing harder on the database. Some of you may be beating your head against the wall because you're still calling sellers, cold calling, and it's not working and you can pivot that into door knocking. All right. That's number three. Number four is to become the digital mayor of your market. We had uh, another production mastermind call inside Real Estate B-School. We had a, um, a girl come on that listed 30 properties in 90 days, 30 properties in 90 days. And she did it with a very simple, well, it didn't start out as a system, but she committed to doing a Facebook Live every day. She ended up turning it into a duplicatable system. Now she only goes live, I think on, Tuesdays and Fridays. And uh, the cadence now is a, and I'm going to go go into the 90 day talent challenge that she actually took on to begin the journey. But now she only does a Tuesday like business interview and a Friday, you know, where she just kind of talks about the market and what's going on in her business and her family and, you know, the, the ups and downs of real estate. And she kind of just turns Facebook on uh, and she did, does it on the one platform. So she knows that her target market, which is, you know, folks that have money and are a little bit older, she knows that those folks are on Facebook. She probably prefers Instagram personally, but her target market is not on Instagram. They're on Facebook, right? So a lot of real estate agents are all over Instagram and that's not where your would-be clients are hanging out. Maybe if you want to work with first-time home buyer, you know, 25, 30, 35 year olds. Um, and I'm not a social media guy, but I, I know that Facebook, that's kind of where I live and I'm, I just turned 50 and I'm probably in her target market and I'm probably 20 years older than her. So she knows what her target market is and she's going to where they are and she's providing useful information. She started out this 30 listings in 90 days. She committed to just turning on Facebook live and talking about something every day whether it's market related or, you know, she's starting to work out again, or she's, you know, whatever, right. I had a tough deal. This happened. Um, you know, I'm reading this book. I saw this headline and I kind of scratched my head because foreclosures actually aren't a big deal. And the headline said they're up 200%. There's all this stuff you can just go on and go live for three to five minutes and just talk about, right. Even this setting right here, as I'm recording this episode, I make mistakes. I can like say something stupid or goofy, or I'm not going to redo the take. I'm not going to obsess over how I look, right? Some of you are getting in your own way when it comes to um, putting yourself out there, whether, you know, this is a podcast, but there's also obviously a video component. If you're watching us um, on YouTube or another one of the channels that has a video element, um, 
you got to get over yourself. You know, I'm six, almost 600 episodes into the podcast. I'm thousand plus videos, you know, on my YouTube channel. None of them went viral, quote unquote. None of them have more than 10,000 views. None of them have more than 5,000 views. But all of the best clients that have come to Real Estate B-School have come through either the podcast or the YouTube channel, right? So same thing goes for your ideal client. Just put out high quality content, show up regularly, and you will turn those relationships, quote unquote relationships, turn those Facebook friends into folks reaching out to you to get help with listing their home. And again, make it listing focused and obsess over listings. So those are the four, four things. It's your database and, and specific targeted interactions. It's open houses with the intent to get sellers. It is just get in front of sellers, knock on some doors. It's working better than cold calling and become the digital mayor of your market. Go on Facebook lives. One bonus, and it's Along the lines of become the digital mayor of your market is giveaways. Social giveaways are working really, really great. So as I'm recording this, we're in the middle of the summer. Uh, you could do a Yeti cooler giveaway. Go to your lender and ask them, hey, would you sponsor a Yeti cooler with a whole bunch of stuff in it around summer stuff? Um, you know, koozies and, you know, just a bunch of barbecue stuff or whatever, right? Would you sponsor that? I'm going to have a two-week focus. I'm going to promote the heck out of it on Facebook, on my business page, on my personal page. I'm going to share it with any family members, and you can share it with your database. And we're going to drive a bunch of people to register, essentially register for a raffle to give away the prize. That is working monumentally well. It's getting shared. It's going sort of like not viral, viral, but it's definitely shareable. And there's high engagement on that because it's out of the ordinary in terms of what most agents are doing online. Most agents are just sort of advertising their listings, right? Or whatever crap they're doing, right? You want to differentiate yourself. So that's a bonus. If you're not in our free Facebook group, Real Estate Business Builders, get in there right now. We have 40 plus trainings on everything you can think of um, in terms of going no matter where you are right now to where you want to go. We've covered all of it. Our listing consultation, uh, our buyer consultation, my buyer presentation, my listing presentation, everything is in there and I've given it all away. All you got to do is go to the Facebook group to get into, uh, into that world. So do that. That's number one. I already mentioned, if you want to dive deeper and have a conversation about what's possible in your real estate business, go to rebsgrowthassessment.com, rebsgrowthassessment.com, and we'll see you on the next, uh, episode. Be good. Much love.